and welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want. My name is Jasmine. I don't know if you know me. I'm the girl who's been doing these episodes for the past five seasons. And today, <laughs> today, oh, and I'm going to, I have this new disclaimer, this new disclaimer starting my episodes. And I'm saying this, if you're looking for information, you can click next because that's not what you're going to get here because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're not talking about we're not going to give you any information this is all about you know our spirit and um and today i have a special guest her name is julie gleason hi julie hi how you doing i'm doing great so for everyone who's listening julie is actually a three principles coach i am Amongst other things, she's also a wisdom coach. She calls herself a wisdom coach. There you go. And she's also a dog lover. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, are you a breeder? Mm -hmm. You're a breeder. I've shown dogs since the 1980s. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Just so you guys know, also, Julie sleeps in a refrigerator. Like (laughs) she's been. (laughs) Just like. Really, she looks fantastic. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's genetics. It's, yeah, gen- it's genetics. And it's also because I don't have much stress in my life. Yeah. Right? I love it. Yeah. I mean, you get wrinkles from being stressed, right? Mm-hmm. That's my that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I don't have any wrinkles either. See? <laughs> I agree. So, you know, this is a fascinating conversation. You've See, I told you we were going to go with the flow, and I love that you said this. Yeah. Because I, I, so Julie, for those of you listening, Julie is also a client, and I help her with her blogs. Thank and God. <laughs> her blogs and her newsletters and her social media and stuff like that. And she writes often about, about, you know, no stress. And so I, I'm intrigued. How did, like, were you ever stressed? Like, is it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I spent the first 40 years of my life being sort of a fearful, insecure, and anxious. Mm. And I would plaster over my sunny nature. Cause I do have a sunny nature. I was sort of born with a sunny nature, but un- there was like this undercurrent of worry, concern, stress, insecurity all the time. And I remember where I was standing in my house when it suddenly occurred to me, like a bolt out of nowhere, in the middle of one of the darkest days I've ever had, that life was designed to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't an idea. It was a knowing. And something let go of me when that happened. And I have been interested in that point of view since then. And I'm considerably considerably older than 40 at the moment <laughs> yeah I, we're not going to tell your age but yeah. that really guys she's she's like she says she's over 40 yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and you know i but i really love that i mean it's so funny because i just ended a call with a client and you know the conversation that we were having was just that she was like oh you know but i'm worried about this and and i'm trying not to but you know and i'm like do you do you think that like i feel like we think that we should worry about stuff you know so interesting um, one of my mentors from years ago who's passed away now robert cousin 
um, used to talk to people about this very thing in a whole workshop about worry. And he would interview people about why they worry. And the, the reasons people worried that they reported were so innocent and lovely. It sort of took my breath away. They would say things like, well, if I don't worry, something bad might happen. If I don't worry, I might forget. And this is really important to me. If I don't worry, um, then I won't be able to do anything about it. It was all like a total misunderstanding, but it wasn't like people were just worrying because they hadn't, didn't have anything better to do with their lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it, it's true. We, we have this, it's, it's just, we don't understand that we don't have to. Exactly. I, I'm the same. I mean, I, I, I was anxious. Like I, I would like I'd go to bed at night and then it, it would be like the mind would be like yeah. swirling and swirling and swirling. And I'd be thinking of different possibilities. Okay. Well, if this happens, here's how I'm going to handle that. And if this happens, here's how I'm going to, but you know what? It would come back every night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I heard this wonderful thing um, recently. I can't remember if it was from a client or a colleague, but here's how it went is um, they pointed out that once thought comes into form from the formless comes into form, there's no possibility once it's in form for it to be creative anymore. It is what it is and it's going to always be what it is. So if we're looking for fresh thinking looking in what we already know is never going to a hundred percent of the time we're going to fail if we need fresh thinking and we're only looking at what we know and worrying is sort of like going through our, the register of all the things we know to see if there's anything in there that we hadn't thought of that might fill the bill. Right? Like we're actually doing the same thing over and over again. We are because there's no fresh thinking in there. And that's again, innocently people don't know that, but once you know that like I can go like two loops of worry and then I go, oh, wait, this is clearly something where I need fresh thinking about because right now it's just like mm, uh, not working. Yeah. Yeah, I love doing that. Now, I, I was talking with a client the other day and she was like, but I want to do this, but I can't do that because this happens. And, I, and she was like in a tizzy. I mean, she was all over the place. I said, okay, I said, stop thinking about it don't think about it anymore right. you've got you know you've got three weeks she had this event that she needed to take care of i said you've got three weeks until this actually happens stop thinking about it right. and be open to what will plop into your mind right 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 it's like and, let let it happen yeah right yeah. yeah that is like it's i i I don't know when this happened to me. <laughs> I don't know how I got there, how I, I got to this point. I mean, I, I've got, you know, like I have a girlfriend right now that is like, she's starting to see the thinking. Right? Mm, yes. And I remember that there's, there was this, this time period when I got to learn about mind thought consciousness, where I would see all the thinking it would drive me crazy. Yes. It would literally drive me crazy. And I was just like, I didn't know that it was going to pass. Yeah, we don't know the nature of that. And we think it's personal to us. We think it's ours, right? Our thinking. And we think um, it just takes root and we can't do anything about that. And again, that's an illusion. It's not true. But it, 
no one has taught us differently than that. When you are willing to try that on for size and experiment with it, oftentimes you'll have a better experience in life and things will go in a more, in a fresh way, in a, in a wiser way. Um, We'll have less uh, cortisol coursing through our veins, right? Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's natural. This is an innate understanding. And so all of us, if we, if someone was taking notes on our life, all of us have had insights about how our thinking isn't really true. Yeah. But we don't remember that because we're constantly persuaded that it is. That's kind of how marketing works is if you just believe this, you'll be fine. If you just buy this, you'll be fine. If you just dial into this station, you'll be fine. No, it has nothing to do with anything, you know. Our thinking is just a sort of random set of things that goes through our head. And, you know, my favorite metaphor for this is the Chinese proverb that goes something like this. Uh, You can't control what birds fly over your head, but you can control the ones that nest in your hair. And I love to think about thought that way. Like, I don't really have to have that thought nest in my hair or invite it to dinner or even to tea. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and what has transformed for me, actually, because, you know, like, there's, there was this, there was a lot of thoughts that were, I'm going to call them negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like, there was, I think that I I wanted to get rid of thought because it was always negative. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so I didn't want it. But what's starting to appear for me is how how any thought shows up. And now I can create. I, I, can, I can generate something else from the thinking that I see. And it, it's not... Yeah, thought's neutral. Yeah. Thought is neutral. And so that's the thing you're beginning to see, right? Yeah. Is that... It's neutral. It really doesn't mean anything that we thought that, right? I remember being in the, I'm in my, up in my Moraga office today. And mm-hmm. I remember um, my husband was driving something up from the house that I'd forgotten that I needed for the day. And we had an exchange that was not pleasant. And I remember as I walked away from the door thinking, this is why I don't own guns. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and it shocked me. Because of course. I would, I would never harm my husband. But in that moment, that thought was very believable. Now, because I do what I do, I could laugh at myself and let it go and know that it meant nothing about me. But in my younger years, if I'd have had that thought, oh my gosh, I would have scared myself. Right. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have just been a moment of whatever weirdness. Right. Yeah. I remember the the tangle, the tangled web that I would weave mm-hmm. where, you know, I would, <clears throat> I would create a thought that would scare me. And then I would create a thought that would soothe it. And then I would create another one that would come and smash it all up. Yeah. And then I create an, I would just like, no wonder I don't remember college. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like I was in my head. Like there was no presence to me at all. Yeah. 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 I think that's how most college uh, experiences go, by the way. That's sort of what college is about. 
Darn it. And you know what, you know what people do instead of understand their thinking, they drink. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I mean, it's sad. It's funny, but it's sad. Right. Um, You know what I feel like asking you, I feel like asking you about memory. Hmm. How, so here's my experience that things that are, that are happening to me. I'm just going to blurt it all out. So my mother had dementia. Hmm. One of my pre, pre this understanding, one of my biggest fear was, oh my God, Alzheimer's. I can't believe, I hope my mother will never get that. And you know, dementia is basically symptoms of Alzheimer's, right? Mm -hmm. So, and, and when my mother was officially, you know, we were officially told she's got dementia, I didn't have any thinking about it. Mm. I, I just, I was just with her. And actually what I saw was the des- dissemination of all of her thinking about herself. Yeah. Because she couldn't. She, she couldn't remember it. Right. Remember, right. 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 But she was still there. I could see the sweet, the sweet, beautiful woman that she was. Right. You know, and, and as time has gone by, I, I'm, I don't have memory. I don't memorize things. Like, you know, I've, I have friend, do you remember when we went to this place on this day and we did this and you said that? And I'm like, no, (laughs) you know, don't remember that at all. Not so much. That's right. Mm -hmm. And, and for me, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm so, I'm working my de- my day-to-day life. I'm working in presence and yes. less in my memory. Yes. Let me tell you an interesting story about that. So yes. before I understood the principles, I did what I call outside-in coaching, and I was really good at it. it. The problem is it just didn't make any difference to my clients. <laughs> they thought it did, but it really didn't. That's all another story. But one of the people that I worked for um, was a member of Mensa. Um, at, I don't know, 28 or 30 or something. He was like off the charts smart intellectually. And he had a photographic memory. And while I knew him, I knew him in his 40s. And while I knew him, he contracted some kind of illness in an overseas trip, uh, which he never fully recovered from. But one of the side effects was that he lost his memory, his short-term memory. And so he couldn't recall the way he used to recall. And so it terrified him, like to have that big a change in your memory suddenly was terrifying. A year later, here's what he said. He said, you know, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because what I had to do was relax and realize that life would give me what I needed to remember when I needed to remember it. Mm -hmm. And he's lived that way for the rest of his life. He's still alive. He's still doing great. And that's how he lives. He's a much more relaxed guy. You know, he doesn't, he's just not, uh, I don't know, that sweetness that's in all human beings was much more available with him. Yeah. So that's kind of what I hear you pointing at. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I had a conversation, you know, I've been having these thoughts, obviously, and I've talked about this before uh, with other people. But yeah, it's, it's kind of, because I go into my head and I'm like, oh my God, I don't remember things. And then I'm like, eh. <laughs> you, yeah, know? you remember what you need to remember. Yes, I do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Um, I think that if we 
if we um, understand that the that life force energy is going to come through us, whether the physical part of our memory works or not, then we can could begin to um, understand that the in intellect doesn't necessarily run life. That there's something else occurring that we can rely on much more uh, frequently and with much more certainty that is going to keep showing us the way, whatever the way is, right? The way for us. It's like it's on our side and it's kind of like benevolent and pointing somewhere. And as we don't have to remember anything to follow that because it's a feeling, it's not a, it's not a memory based thing. Yeah. It's just listen to the feeling. Listen to the feeling. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. So I, I'm, I'm working on my website. I told you this and I decided I was going to get a new logo. Mm. I, 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 I just decided it's like, okay, you know, new logo time, you know? So it wasn't color. My colors were red and mm. now my, I, my total change, like on the other side. Now I'm like teal, very mm. light, mm. very beautiful, light color. And, um, I'm talking to this one guy and he's doing a logo and I'm like telling him, you know, do this, do that, do this, do that. And he gives it back to me and I'm like, yeah, you did what I told you. It's not, and it's nice. just not right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? I'm just like, that's not good. So now I have this thought like really literally intuitive logo maker. Hmm. I wonder if that works. So I go intuitive on logo maker. <sighs> Okay, I got intuitive logo people. So I logged on and I found this girl and I said, now the story is much longer, but I got to this girl and I said, here's my logo. And, you know, if you're intuitive, I want it in teal. <laughs> this is basically what I told her. She came back and she gave me three options. And I was just like, what? Wow. Like I was really like, yeah. and I had one, the one option that I liked and I'm so funny because I asked people, what do you think? And everybody liked the other options. And I'm like, no, 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 it's this one. This is the one I want. And then I go into my head. You're so stubborn. You're so this, you're so that it has nothing to do with all of that. It doesn't. That's the one I liked. Well, it's the one that so you're supposed to have, or you wouldn't feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the second guessing of ourselves began way back when we were kids, when we were trying to figure out how to be a grown-up. And so we were kind of copying what grown-ups do. Such a bad choice, I'm telling you. Right? <laughs> the creative kids that, that were hard for their parents, but kind of went off and did their own thing, were probably happier human beings <laughs> because they are staying with life force energy, bringing in new things for them, and they're thrilled by that, right? But I love that. I, I love that approach. Um, it's sort of how I found you. Right? Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm in and and this past couple of years, what I've settled into is, um, I'm, this is what I'm doing. And I talk to clients, and I go, "This is what I'm doing. Why? Because this is what I'm doing." Yeah. Because before I would like, you know, like I told you, now my my client roster is full, right? I can't take any anybody else. Right. But before this, when I talked to somebody, 
it would be, I, if I was asked the why question, I couldn't explain it. Yeah. And I would, because I couldn't explain it, I wouldn't talk to people. And, and you're insecure, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is why I joined my networking group, BNI, 18 years ago, is because I couldn't talk about what I do. I know, I knew, and I know that what I do helps people, but I didn't know how to talk about it in a way where people uh, could get any kind of a sense of what it is I do. Fast forward 18 years, now I know it doesn't matter what I say. <laughs> it matters what they feel when they're around me. That's what they hire me for, right? But yeah, it, yeah. This, yeah, I, but it did help for us. Like I, that's what I tell my clients. I just go out and talk because you you get because what happens is you get confronted with all that thinking, right? Yes, so, yes, it cleans you up. Yeah, it totally cleans you, you up. Go. Yes, exactly, exactly. So you know, now instead of writing um, two thousand words every time I sit down to write anything, I can do it in three to five hundred words, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it doesn't matter if it's about my terriers, about a cat, or about the three principles that people love reading those things. And that's really what I want, right? And they do. You've got a beautiful email list. Everybody, if you need to, sign up, theartoflivinginc.com. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Go sign up. You, I have to tell you something wonderful. I keep meaning to tell you this. I have had people that I've not been in touch with for 20 years that, are, that were still in my contact list because I don't clean out anything. Yeah. Right. And they still have their old email address that they, they get emails at. And they are pinging me now and telling me how wonderful those newsletters are and how much they're looking forward to them. <laughs> and I haven't seen them in 20 years. They're all over the country and they're all over there's some in Canada. They're all over the country. It's the most amazing like community that's kind yeah. of come back together again. Right. Yes. It's, it's, it's really cool that we can, we can reach out and then and and that we are all in control. Like if somebody doesn't want to have your emails, they're just gonna hit unsubscribe. Yeah, that's right. It's just you know? be, and it's not I don't take it personally, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well that takes a little while too. That that needs to be cleaned up too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the first time somebody unsubscribes, you're like, wait, what? Like I was talking to a client, my friend unsubscribed. Yeah, well, obviously she doesn't want to receive your newsletter. And she's like, but she's my friend. Well, that's just what you're thinking that because she's your friend, she should read your newsletter, you know, yes, has nothing to do with it. Yes. Well, I like this concept of it cleans you up. Yeah. I think that the more that we talk to people, the more that we, like, that's why I call it dream it, dare it, do it. Right. Yeah. So I like it. I love that when people dream, like when they, oh, I wish I could do that. You know, I love it when people do that. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Now there, go out there. Right. You know, there and then just do. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like this is just, it's your life. Yeah. Uh, there's so much scarcity in, in our thinking that, that dreams get kind of choked off before they can even sprout. Right? They're in there germinating and they start to sprout and their heads get cut off by scarcity. It's really sad, right? Yeah. It's like a little plant that's trying to make its way out into the world. Um, yeah. The, the thing I hear the most often, I, I do some career work with the three principles as well. And the thing I hear the most often, um, in fact, I, that woman I'm seeing tomorrow, uh, said that she's a real estate agent. Her, um, income has plummeted because of what's happening in the market right now. And 
she she kind of knows what she wants to do, but she can't possibly do that because she can't make enough money. So that's where we're starting in the conversation. So I said to her, you know, I'm not going to talk to you about what you're going to do until I talk to you about your thinking, because your thinking is the problem. And she said, I really know that. She said that I have no idea what to do about that. And I said, good, you've got the right person, because <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, no, this is such a great conversation. Like, I mean, so so I'm going to I'm going to share another thing. So this weekend, I, I watched a lot of TV, you know, the the true crime stuff. <laughs> I love to watch true crime. I don't know why. Just all of a sudden, it's like you could run true crime in the back, and I'm like listening to it, and I can do all other things. It's very weird. Anyways, all this to say, I'm listening to this this episode, and in this episode, it's a documentary. And in this documentary, this this <laughs> there's this person that comes on, and she talks about the law of attraction. Oh yeah. And she says that she she she's a life coach and that she tells her clients how to work with their thoughts oh, and their emotions. Oh, and I'm like <laughs> and then and then and then they wind up in a circle, they're holding hands and they're chanting an affirmation. Oh Lord. It makes my stomach hurt. Me too. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God. But you know what? I, I've been there. I did yeah. it. You yeah. know, I had the, 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 you know, that board, whatever they call it. There's the a board. vision board. The vision, vision board. board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I used to do, I have used to bring friends over and we'd do vision boards, you know? Yeah. But I never did it like that. And, you know, like I didn't go to that extreme. I just, I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel right anymore yeah and, and we should say why that doesn't work yes right? so why that doesn't work is because it's the intellect rather than i mean a dream is best placed in a creative place and the intellect is not that <laughs> the intellect can operate and manage practically anything and that's what it's designed for but it can't make your dreams come true yeah. it just can't so where does all that uh, dream, where does the dream come from? It comes from nothing. It comes from invisible, formless energy. It's, but that invisible, formless energy is the powerhouse of the, of the, of life, which is, it is what infuses the trees with life, the grass with life and us with life. It's what makes our heartbeat. Thank God. I don't have to make my heartbeat. Right. <laughs> Along with my pancreas doing whatever the heck a pancreas does. And the, yeah. I don't have to do all that life force energy is orchestrating all that behind the scenes. So why would I think it couldn't orchestrate having my dreams come true? Yeah. That's, the, that's the thing. When we grab hold of thought that's already in form, it solidifies it. And that's the deadliest thing you can do with thought because thought is designed to be able to move. Yeah. Kind it's of malleable. Move, move through. That's right. And when we... The other thing is, and this always makes me giggle, which is why I paused. What if life wants one thing from us and the other thing is on our vision board? Well, now we're stuck because life is going to be giving us everything we need for the thing it wants of us. And we're like, no, 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 no. My vision board says I want that. And that's where paralysis comes from. If we just let go and take a great big breath and see where life wants us to go next, 
it's always more fun. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I can see how that's also a misunderstanding. I mean, you know, like it was literally a misunderstanding. Like, you know, they listen to to the secret and they're like, you know, think your thought, think your thought, think your thought, think your thought. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, if you re-listen to it, they're pro- they're actually saying thought doesn't show up like this, right? Like it's kind of like you it comes up and then in the future it appears. Yeah, right? no, it's in but the it, it's in it, the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, in- yeah, no, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Right now your thought right now right. is what's going on. That's right. And that's what you're feeling is your thought right now. So if you want to experience being a millionaire, you can do that. Yeah. In this moment. I do that all the time. I live in a kind of a modest little house and um, it's lovely and, but it's, you know, it's not a mansion. I don't want a mansion. I'd have to clean the darn thing right? and heat it and cool it. I'm not doing that, but I experience uh, abundance and wealth in sort of almost every moment of my life. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't even, for me, it doesn't even look like Mm-mm. a mansion anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Somebody else's idea of something, not wealth, not what I call wealth, not what I call abundance. Yeah. I think sleeping well. Oh my gosh. Talk about abundance, right? Yeah. Loving yeah. fully. Yeah. Yeah. And experiencing the love that's all around us. Do you know how many people love us and we don't let it in or we don't even notice, right? Yeah. 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 It's kind of nice to know though. You know, people get annoyed with me because I always say to them, I was born a twin, which I'm not sure I've ever told you that. Um, I have a twin sister, a non-identical twin sister. And I had to, I learned fairly early on in life that I had two choices. One was to compete with my twin sister or to understand her and what makes us different. And so one of the things that makes me different is I can walk into a crowded room of people and while I can be a little shy, I assume everybody loves me. It's my nature, right? That just drives some of my clients crazy because they're so, they're working so hard to be loved. And I ask them, has it ever occurred to you that they might already love you? But for your own thinking, you would feel that, right? You know, it, 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 this is something that actually is starting to, get created in my life good good because it's a really fun way to live yeah i was just like i i'm just like i think that the past couple years you know and all these clients coming to me just on referrals this there's no ad no it's just referrals i i'm just like amazed Mm -hmm. every time and i'm like wait wait actually i can help like if i can disconnect my thinking exactly and just when I'm just listening, I'm like, what do you want? What do you need? Okay, let's, let's go. Let's I, figure I can, out how to do that. That's right. Yeah. 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 I got, I just got clarity. And I think that that's what my clients love. They're like, okay, no, you can't. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Cause I don't know how. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But we'll figure it out together. Right. That's yeah. kind of, yeah. That those are the best kinds of people to have on our team is ones that are uh, listening deeply enough so that we can figure out what life wants. And if we can figure out what life wants, there's always a way. It's when we're working on what life doesn't want that we get stopped. Yeah. 
spent a lot of my years doing that. Just so you know, I'm, I'm actually sort of a master at that. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, when I, so in 2020, I did my certification with Michael Neal, the, mm. Mm. Coach mm. certification, right? And the reason why I was doing the super coach was like, cause I'm going to be a coach. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to be a one-on-one coach. I'm going to do life coaching. It's going to be transformative and all of this. No more business stuff, not doing any of it. That's it. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Never mind that life wants you to do this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Three years later, I'm going, I think life wants me to do this. Yes. Yeah. Now it's just, and I, and there was just a total release. It's yeah. just like, no, no, I, I actually know how to do this. But where I'm standing is I'm standing in, in no, I don't get stuck with the thinking. And I, that was kind of like the, barrier for me because it was kind of like all the courses I was taking you should do it like that and I'd be like yeah why not my way that's right and then they'd be uh, do it like that and I'd be like oh man that just makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit I don't like it and then I started doing my stuff for me and I was like that's working great I can do that with that and I can do that with that and all of a sudden it just like yeah. You know. And now you have a thriving business and life is raining down abundance. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we know that we're doing what life wants. Yeah. This is why it's so hard for me to consider retirement. Yeah. It's because life hasn't set its time yet. And so people say, when are you going to retire? My twin sister's already retired. And, so, and I always look at them and say, when life wants me to retire, I'll retire. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I'm going to retire either. I've got girlfriends already talking about retiring and I'm like, yeah. Uh, wait, I'm supposed to retire. I'm supposed to think about that. I don't even think about that. That's right. It's not our time yet. That's again, when I, when I'm live, when I live connected up to what life wants, I'm just so happy because I know life is moving my body almost like a puppet. I have something to say about it. I can block the whole thing if I want, but it feels a lot better if I don't. Right. And so I just let life do with me what it will. And it always turns out really well. It doesn't necessarily turn out the way I want it to turn out. But if I get my opinion out of the way, it's a grand life. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get our opinion out of the way, people. <laughs> and just live life, man. Yeah. Because you know what replaces opinion? Appreciation. Mm-hmm. When you give up opinion, the space that's created with all of that criticism, what floods in is gratitude and appreciation. And that's kind of a cool thing. You know, I walk at four o'clock or five o'clock in the morning in my area because I have, that's a whole long re- reason, but I live in a quiet, safe neighborhood so I can get away with this, right? Uh, and one of the things that I notice, even when it's dark, is I can see beauty even in the dark. You know, there's stars and the way that the moon is and the way the clouds are when the sun's starting to come up. And I never used to notice all that. I'd walk right by it. In fact, I have a story about that. Um I took a car in for service one time and it was seven o'clock in the morning and a teenage 17 year old kid was driving me home from the place that I'd left the car and this spectacular sunrise was happening. And I said to him, Oh, what a terrific job. You get to see the sunrise all the time. And here's what he said to me. And I quote, if you've seen one sunrise, you've seen them all. (laughs) 
and he's 17 and he's already that cynical that's right jaded whatever yeah I I was speechless I said nothing for the entire ride home I had no idea how to respond to that (laughs) I was sort of shocked (laughs) but I've never forgotten it because the to lose the eyes to see beauty with I don't want to be in that life right I want awe and wonder that's my life yeah me too awe and wonder I yeah. want love and I want fun yeah you definitely want fun you're you're definitely I I have terriers for that reason my terriers force me to have fun yeah <laughs> wow Julie this was so much fun I told it was, you it was wasn't it, it went fast eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. before we leave, mm. um, so maybe if you want to ask, like maybe clients or people listening would like to know how they can reach you. Yes, the best thing to do, all the, all of my information is on my website, yeah. which is theartoflivinginc.com. Uh, and you can always call. Um, I do my first chat with you at no charge. So if you have questions about this conversation or anything that came up for you in this conversation you can ask jasmine you can ask me be happy to schedule something just know that my schedule is a little chock full at the moment so it might be a bit out but we will get to it yeah you can also send me an email and i'll answer an email fantastic yeah julie thank you so much for thanks for inviting me this was very fun Yes, it was fun. Yeah. And uh, and uh, to everybody else who's listening, I'm going to say thank you for listening. And I'm going to say, dream it, dare it, do it. Live the life you want and Absolutely. have a good one. You take care. Bye-bye. Hey,